Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, I just want to pray that, Lord, that your word doesn't just remain on the pages of these books or these iPads or these tablets, Lord God, that your word becomes living and active in our lives. That, Lord, we walk out of here knowing that uh, you've changed us, Lord God, not because we've just read some stuff, but we've encountered you this morning. Lord, we want to pray, Lord God, speak to us this morning. Pray that any areas that we need to change, I pray you transform us this morning in Jesus' name. And we said, Amen. So this morning I'm going to talk about broken. It's a sermon, obviously, about God using broken things. Uh, put your hand up if you're broken stuff in your life. Hands right up. Put your hand up if you're still breaking stuff in your life. Who just broke something this morning? Um, who's broken a, um, a bone in your body? Who's done that? Oh, there's quite a few of you, actually. Who actually has a broken bone right now? No one? Okay. That's cool. We're going to pray for you. But it's amazing because uh, when you look at Scripture, God uses broken things and He changes them around, turns their lives around. Because um, once we understand that we are a broken people, once we understand we are lost, then we can be found. Sometimes we always walk around thinking that we're already found. That's why we get in this idea of, I'm okay, I'm all right, I'm sweet, all good. But then you got to get to a place where I need God. I actually need you. Because we can live our lives saying, I don't need God. But the thing is that you get to that place where actually every single day of my life, I need you. Not when I'm just in the high place or the low points, but I need you every single step of the way. If some of these things that I'm going to speak about this morning resonates in your spirit, you know it's okay to say, Lord, amen. Do you know when you say amen, you're saying, so be it. What you preached, I'm going to apply that in my life. So don't say amen if you're not going to apply it. Because you're saying, so be it. Oh, man, I said it. <laughs> People are looking at me. I said it quite loud, so everyone's going <laughs> to take me on that. So it doesn't mean you don't say amen. It doesn't mean you don't say, so be it. It doesn't mean you say, yeah, it's me, Lord. It just means that you need to not just be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. So when you leave this place, you actually have to apply it in your life. We spoke about earlier this year that this year needs to be a year of application. That means you can't just read the pages in the Bible as a, just a, a nice historical manual. It's got to be applied in your life. It's got to be lived out. And how you can, how, and you're probably wondering, how can I do that? With the help of the Holy Spirit and also with the accountability of a family. That's what church is all about. Now you may have come in with a, your heart's broken, home's broken, hope's broken, your health is probably broken. My health was broken. It's getting better. Happiness, broken. But I want to say that today that God wants to take your brokenness and give you a breakthrough. God wants to take your mess, and we've heard it before, and make it a message. But sometimes we come to church and think, oh, I'll just come and do my part. But these moments are really good encounter moments for you. If you come with an attitude of expectation to say, God, whatever you're going to speak to me about, I want to change it. Before I even hit that door on the way home, I'm going to change it right now. It's important that we apply this. We can't just come together and just say, oh, happy clappy, and just move on with life. But we need to actually say, engage with God and say, God, transform me. Because the fragrance and the aroma that I'm sending out there, people are going to go, are you Christian? You just smell like Christian. You smell like something else. Mm. Okay, so it's important that when we talk about this stuff, 
I want to pray that the Holy Spirit settles in your heart. God, that's me right now. That's me. And it's important to take your, the, the, the Word of God and say, God, whatever's in here, let it apply in my life. I know that some areas I need to develop and change and be accountable on, but help me, Lord. Can we do that? <laughs> it's funny. Can we do that? Mark 14, if you've got your Bibles with you, Mark 14, 1 to 11. Let's get into the Word. You know, the memes on, on Facebook are not going to change your life. The Word of God is going to change your life. I just want to put that out there. Why are slogans and quotes that we put up on Facebook or mo- social media or what we hear around won't change your life? The Word of God's going to change your life. Now, the Passover and the Festival of Unleavened Bread were about two days away. And the chief priest... And the teachers of the law were scheming to arrest Jesus secretly and kill him. But not during the festival, they said, or the people may riot. While he was Bethany reclining, the, oh man, I want to be hanging out with Jesus, man. He was so, so normal. We are so awesome. He was reclining. He was so comfortable with his surroundings. He was reclining at the table of the home of Simon the leper. A woman came with an alabaster jar. Some translations say an alabaster box. It was a, um, a stone-slated box sealed, and in it was a fragrance, and she brought that to Jesus. And it was an expensive perfume made of pure nan. She broke the jar and poured the perfume on his head. Some of, the present, some of them were present saying dignantly to one another, why this waste of perfume? Why are you wasting it, man? What a waste. Some people might walk in here and go, what happened to the food? Who's going to eat this? What a waste. Please don't waste the food, please. Take it home. (laughs) It could have been sold for more than a year's wages. Just process that. Think about how much you get paid for the whole annual year. And I'm sure none of you are going to go, yeah, I'm going to pour that out. Hello? This is everything she had. It was more than and money given to the poor, and they rebuked her harshly. Leave her alone, said Jesus. Why are you bothering her? She has done a beautiful thing to me. The poor will always have, um, always have with you, and you can, you can help them anytime you want. But you will not always have me. She did what she could. She poured perfume on my body beforehand to prepare for my burial. Surely I tell you, what, wherever the gospel is preached, this is cool, wherever the gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Isn't that a cool legacy? Now you've got to imagine the scene, man. It's crazy. This is a party scene. Everyone's there. All the big shots are there. Everyone's in this room. And then in the moment, Jesus is saying, hey, Jesus is, hey, Jesus is, hey. <laughs> Remember when we went across the lake and you guys were chicken? <laughs> what are you laughing for, Peter? It was you. As he was just chilling out with his friends. And we got to put ourselves in a place where we're meditating on that 
and actually putting ourselves in that current situation. When you're hanging out with your boys, you're relaxing. There's no miracles to be done. All you're doing is just reclining at the table. And this cool scene, everything is normal. And then out from the back walks the skill. Everyone knows the skill. Everyone labels the skill. Everyone knows what she has done. But she walks into the room. That's the same one. Oh, I can't believe she's in here. She walks to the front. All she has in her hands is an alabaster box. And she breaks it open. And she gives everything to Jesus. She's unashamed. She's undignified, undignified, undisturbed. Her focus is on Jesus. She comes with an attitude of, I don't care what you guys say about me. I don't care what you have to say. I don't care the labels you're putting on me right now. I don't care the whispers you have against me. But I know my focus is Jesus. I'm coming for you, Jesus. And she comes with the attitude of, everyone's, that's my Jesus right there. And she bows down. She pours out and gives her whole entire jar, breaks it open. And puts all the perfume. That perfume costs a lot of money. That perfume also smells so sweet, so beautiful. It's the same perfume they would put on rotting bodies. And even Jesus said, she's preparing me for burial. My question to you today is that that girl is you. The label that the world has given you is broken. The label that the world has given you is useless. The label that people have said about you is, isn't that, isn't that? I'm sure that's. But if your focus is on purely Jesus and putting your value into what you have in terms of your relationship with Him, if you focus on Him, it's not about the perfume you're going to pour out. It's the person you're going to encounter. Because sometimes we can come with our valuables, we can come with all our stuff that we have, and people will go, why did you waste that? People will say to you, why do you waste your time coming to church? Why do you waste your time tithing? Why do you waste your time giving to the poor? Why do you waste your time talking so much joy into someone's life? Why are you wasting time living for Christ? But if your devotion is purely not on the perfume, but on the person of Christ, the fragrance that's going to come from that moment is going to be smelt around the place. And guess what? Her story gets carried on and on. And even Jesus said, she will be remembered. See, are you going to be a person to be remembered because of what people have told you you could be? Or are you going to be a person to be remembered because of the relationship you have with the person of Christ? So when people say, what a waste of time, what a waste of perfume, what a waste of effort, you can say to them, it's not. Because I'm pouring out my life on him. Because he deserves everything. He deserves it all. Everyone was concerned about the perfume, but she was concerned about the person. What are you concerned about today? What are you putting value on today? This relationship with Jesus 
or the things out there. I love that picture, man. Just reminds us how beautiful that is of God. That God can take every single one of us and change us and transform our lives. But the beauty about this is that the fragrance that filled that room. As soon as it was broken, as soon as we break our lives before God and say, God, this is all of me. I'm not holding back. See, sometimes we want to just take take our little thing and say, God, this box speaks of my life, speaks of my will, speaks of my agenda, speaks about my goals, my aspirations. But I'm just going to give you a little bit. I'm just going to give you this much because that's all I can afford to do. Just, just a drop. Now, she was undignified, unashamed, undisturbed, and she walked up and said, have it all. Have it all. Have it all. And she was unashamed. I don't care if that's worth so much. This is worth more. And she broke it open to symbolize my life is yours. Everything around me is yours. Then what will take place from there is this, that the aroma that will arise from that situation is the aroma that people will start smelling in your life. When is the last time someone come up to you and said, hmm, I like being around you. There's something about you. But if people are saying, hmm, hmm, You came in the room, and everything changed. But it wasn't this way, it was this way. (laughs) What aroma are you setting off in people's lives? When you walk into a situation, are you bringing it down, or are you building it up? When you walk into a room, are you lighting it up, or are you darkening the room? That's the aroma that Jesus carried. That's the aroma that we get to carry. And the wonderful thing is that Jesus makes it straight that this lady, because of what she's done with her life, her aroma and her thing, her actual memory will be remembered. How are you going to be remembered? Are you going to be a person this week that's going to walk into a situation and people go, oh, Verna's here. Woohoo! Yes, party time. (laughs) All coffee time. Or are you going to walk into the room and they, whoa. Have a good day, guys. We've got to catch up later, right? Because the aroma that you leave behind is the aroma that people are tainted with. I have many aunties, many, many aunties. And I have many church aunties. And there's a fragrance on my church aunties that I cannot remove. When I go up to hug my church aunties, I hug them and it's like they put combination of five colognes or perfumes on them. And that stench, you can smell it from a few meters away, but you walk up and they, you just, you got to do the right thing. Hey, <laughs> auntie. Hey, you've grown up, eh? <laughs> and the stain that's on you, you go home and you're sitting in the car, then your, your family go, what's the smell? It's Auntie Seal. Auntie C is all over me. All over me. And who knows that sometimes church aunties, their fragrance is a bit overwhelming. Who knows that? Some of you are going, am I a church auntie? 
Am I? Am I the church auntie you're talking about, Joe? I, I don't know. I don't know. There's no one. There's no church aunties in here. But the stain that's left behind is a stain that's remembered. So the thing is that is the fragrance that you're leaving in the room or leaving in the circumstance or wherever you go, is that something that people want to remember you by? In your workplace, when Alan steps into the boardroom and people go, Alan's here. Oh, let's get it done. Because he comes with an attitude of, let's just get it done. Hello? My hope is that when every time I come into a room, I fill up the room with joy. And if that doesn't happen, I've got to examine my heart. I've got to go back and say, God, what's going on? It's you. Okay, I know. I need a change. Help me, Lord. If you go in the room and they go, oh, no. Brian's here. Praise the Lord, Brian. Whew. Okay, have a good day, guys. I, I, I want to pray that we're not like that. I want to pray that we'll make a difference wherever we go. Because the fragrance doesn't have to stay here. Your encounter with Jesus creates that everlasting fragrance that you can take out there. So my question to you is that what kind of aroma and what kind of fragrance are you leaving behind with the people you encounter? If they're sitting with you in the business boardroom table and they go, you're one of the wisest people I've ever heard. And you walk away and go, <laughs> Jesus, yes, we did it. You walk away and people go, man, I love their attitude. I want them back in this room. Man, I love their heart. I want them back. I love, their, I love their big thinking. I want them back. That's the aroma you're setting off. So when you go to your family meetings, be the aroma that fills that room because of Jesus. Not because of what people have labeled you broken, but tell, go on with your breakthrough. Yeah, I've been through that stuff, but this is my story. This is the aroma I'm setting off. Yeah, there's a lot of mess going on, but I know at the end of it, there's a message, and that's the aroma I'm going to set off. So when you're down, working down here, or working wherever you are, what kind of aroma are you leaving behind? Are you the person that people talk about for good things? Or are you the person that everyone's talking about and just talking about? And just talking about? But maybe... The problem's not there. Maybe you need to look at the mirror and say, God, adjust me, change me, shape me, because I want to walk in there. And like this woman with the alabaster box, break it open so they can say, hmm, smells good. Smells so good. I want you around even more. Man, I want to talk to you more. There's some stuff coming out of your mouth that I love. And the great thing is that this is relational. This is what we can do in everyday life. That aroma is not just for this room. That aroma is for every single opportunity God gives you out there, whether it be at school, at university. People can go, man, I love this aroma. I love what you bring. Why? Because of your presence before the king. Can we do that? Remember, if we do that, people will start asking you, I want to be part of what you do. If you're here to... To this morning and you're thinking how does this help me in my broken situation I'll tell you the great thing about this lady is that everyone knew her brokenness but Jesus took her up and didn't judge her based on her brokenness he actually saw what she was doing 
And she wasn't being labeled that. She actually, God actually said that this woman, because of this worship, this attitude, will always be remembered. And then I love the fact that Jesus, at the end of that, and another pastor says, your sins are forgiven. You can't forgive your own sins, only Jesus can forgive you. So if you're broken this morning, that's a great place to be in because God wants to heal you. If you've got a broken situation that you maybe can't fix, you've got to trust God. And you've got to lay your life and say, God, here I am. This is me, Lord. This is me. I need you. I'm going to break everything open before you. Take it all, Lord God. So this morning, I want to pray. I want to pray that you become a sweet-smelling fragrance wherever you go. Wherever you go. Whether you're walking in the neighborhood and people say, and this is one of the best things you can do to start off this whole thing of smelling good. How about if you say hello to someone? We walk in the world where everyone's heads are down. I was trying to say hello to people during the week because I always come back from um, South Africa all buzzy, like, oh, uh, <laughs> and people walking past me like this. Hello, hello, good morning. Um, this other person the other day didn't want to say good morning. They said something else. But the thing is that what aroma are you setting off to someone? What aroma are you giving to some of you? They said hello back. But the thing is that it's important what aroma are you taking into every situation? So even just saying hello to someone, be the first person to say hello in the morning. These are some practical things. Be the first person to say hello. Be the first person to offer prayer. Can I pray with you? As simple as that. Be the, be the first person to say, can we sit down? Can we catch up? I want to help you through this. What aroma are you setting off in the room? Don't be the first person to complain. Be the first person to say, hey, it's hard, but we can get through it. It's all right. We're facing the problem, but on the other side of that problem, there's a promise, and we can face it together. Can we do that? It's easy. We just need to apply ourselves. Let's all stand. Pete, can we just jump off the keys, bro? Just before you go home, I just want to make sure that, because um, some people may be in some tough times right now, you're, you're kind of face, facing a big wall. And I don't want to feel like I'm saying that your problem is not big. But I, I believe, I come with an attitude of, I believe in a God that's bigger than what you're facing. There's a word that we use as Christians, and it's, Lord, magnify you, magnify you. But the thing is that, how can you magnify something that's already big? The magnification's got to happen on our side. Or we can say, God, change the way I think towards you. Because you're already big. You're already this awesome God that can do all things. But I'm not seeing it right now. So that to you this morning, I don't know what circumstances you may be facing. It might be financial. It may be with relational or family. It may be something with your home. I don't know what it is, but God does. He knows exactly what you're going through. And I want to pray this morning. And it's between you and God. I want to pray this morning that you say, God, that's me. There's some stuff I'm struggling with. And uh, when we were preaching in South Africa, I had this kind of moment where I actually 
found myself seeing God in a different light. And I started praying slightly different. And I just sat down and I just told everyone, you know, he's a father. He's a dad. And I prayed along the lines of this. Hi, dad. It's me again. Yeah, I know. We had a chat this morning. But I'm struggling, man. There's some stuff going on that I'm feeling that's a bit overwhelming. Yeah, I know you told me. You gave me some advice. I love the letters that you wrote to me. Yeah, yeah, everyone calls it the Bible. But I'm so lost without you. I need you. Help me, Lord. And I really felt a sense of the Father saying, Son, I've given you everything you need. See, your mates around you, I've given them to you. You see, your wife that's beside you, I've given them her to you. Why? Because I know the struggles you've been through. I know the road you're walking And that's why I put those people in your life, because they see the better person in you. The God person that I've created you to be. I was like saying back to God, Dad, thanks for the advice again. Sometimes I get caught up in myself. I can't see the bigger picture. But I can see it now. See you later. Are you going to watch the All Black game with me tonight? Yeah, I think we're going to win. Love you. That's what it's like. That's a conversation. That's prayer of God. This morning, whatever your struggle is, whatever, how high, how low, whatever the situation is right now, I want to ask you, if that's you and you feel like you're carrying this burden, the Bible says that he makes your burden light because his yoke is easy. So whatever it is, I want you to do something practical and something prophetic, which is just put your hands in front of you. If that's you and you're carrying something, just put your hands in front of you. And whatever you're carrying, just... In your mind, just put it on that paper and um, on in your hands and say, God, this is it. I can't carry this weight, but I know I need to give it to you. That's cool. People responding to that. That's wonderful. It's between you and him. You just say, and what I want you to do is I'm going to pray. And when you're ready, you're just going to lift it up to God and say, God, that's all yours because I can't carry this load. Dad, I can't carry this load. Dad, I can't carry this load. My young boy, Ruben, uh, tried to take his whole toy box to the front lounge. And I said, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm taking the toy box in the front and downs. And I said, but you can't take, you've got to take one toy at a time. No, I want to take the whole box. I said, you can't lift the whole thing. That's why I'm going to lift it for you. So I picked it up and I moved it for him. He was so overwhelmed because he got to play with all his toys. What I say there is that because sometimes God wants you to play with all your toys, but you can't lift the box. You've got to allow him to lift it off you. So that's this morning between you and God. That's awesome. Just lift it up and say, God, here I am. This is me. I'll give it back to you. I'll give it back to you. Give it back to you. I'll give it back to you. My family I'm praying for, I'll give it back to you. My friends, I'm giving them back to you. My children, I'm giving them back to you. My job, I don't know what to do sometimes, but I'm giving it back to you. My current situation, my struggle, I'm giving it back to you. My marriage, I'm giving it back to you. That's wonderful. Father, we just want to thank you.
Dad, it's so good to catch up again. And this morning, I want to pray that you would, you see all your kids in this room and your overwhelmed love for us. But I want to pray that you would speak to them even now on how to handle some of these situations, Lord God. Even just the right advice at the right time, Lord God, I pray. Lord, I thank you. Dad, I thank you for being so gracious with us. Because no, sometimes we have selective hearing. And sometimes we choose not to. But apparently that's called disobedience in your kingdom. And I don't want to be doing that. So I'm going to listen. And I'm going to say I'm going to apply. I'm going to change. So help me, Dad. Help me this morning. In Jesus' name.